0: Welcome, everyone, to episode 94 of the Missing Pieces podcast. My name is Greg, and this is the place where I sit down and I discuss my life, Lego, and anything else that's on my mind. And before we get into this week's episode, I, of course, want to start this off with a thank you, first of all, to all of the people that take time out of your week to be here with me. I very much appreciate that. I'd also like to send out a thank you to the few people that reached out to me this past week with some very kind and heartwarming messages regarding missing pieces and how it's how it's helped you and how much it means to you. That just meant so much to me. And I've never felt more encouraged or more inspired to do this than I do right now. So thank you guys so much for that. But now that uh, I guess we got the uh, thank yous out of the way, let's talk about this week in my life. And I guess this week we'll, we'll title this one the the final week or the last week of summer vacation, because like all good things, it's now come to an end, especially for Mrs. Architect, who had to go back to school on Thursday as like two in-service days. Clark Mann, of course, goes to school on Monday. So this, this episode, the day you're seeing this, is in fact the very last day of summer vacation. And it's a sad thing. I mean, it for. It, I'm kind of split on it though, a little bit to be honest with you. Uh, like I love summer. I look forward to it all year. It gives us an opportunity to be home as a family, something that I I never had in my life until the last few years, and now we've been like fully taking advantage of it. And if you've been watching Greg's World, you've seen all the fun stuff that we've been doing over the summer, just constantly filling it. Uh, but as a result of that, all this time that I that I take away for that, it's it's detrimental to the the things that I do here. And and you've seen that if you're a subscriber to this channel in the past few months, you've been seeing like some weeks without video and, you know, we, we've talked about this and I don't have any regrets on that. Like I used to live a life where even if we went on vacation, I would take my computer with me and I'd be editing in the hotel room and stuff. And I put an end to that and I, I don't regret that, but I am a little excited about getting back into like the the normal way of life, I guess, if you want to call it that, at least the life that we live nine months out of the year where I can just kind of be here during the day. And Clark, Clark's actually going to be at school this year. We're not doing the remote learning thing like we did last year, which, you know, maybe, you know, debatable whether that's if they're actually going to stay in school or not, or if he's just going to end up remote anyway. Uh, but this kind of comes back to how things were back in the spring of last year, right before school ended, where I have this window of time each day now where Clarkman goes to school and it's just like wide open for me to work on things, especially like Lego content, which is what I really want to do. And I've got all these big plans and stuff that I want to do, which I'm going to save most of that conversation for next week, I think, and where I can reflect on the first week and maybe some of the things that I've done. But I am excited to get into that routine where I have like almost like a schedule as much as I love like the freedom of just doing whatever I want. Sometimes it is nice to have like a, a block of time where you're like, this is my time to do these things. And these are the things I want to accomplish. And I just, I think I need a little bit of that structure in my life. So I'm looking forward to this, but I know that's going to probably end fairly quickly. And I'm just going to end up missing summer again, especially as the weather starts to turn cold here in the great state of Pennsylvania, as we creep into fall and then winter, especially. I'm gonna miss those days on the beach and all the things that we did together. But they, it's 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 cyclical. It'll come back around again, and, and it's just like a break, I suppose. But I'm excited for for this channel. The Brick Tech Renaissance is about to happen. It was supposed to happen one year ago, and then you know, I, something crazy happened in this world, and it's you wouldn't believe it. But it's it's gonna be good. But let's talk about but but but. Should I start this over again? I haven't said that in a while. In fact, there's a question that'll come up in listener feedback that kind of discusses that. So that'll be fun to talk about. I almost said it again, but let's talk about this week in my life of our final week of vacation, which started off with kind of a, a frantic finish to the Lego Disney castle. We started this set back in June with the plans of building it together as a family. And we did a few streams on it. And then I did a few streams on it. And I built a little bit of off stream. But we were still like going into this week. I wanted to have this thing done before summer was over. And going into this week where we were back from vacations and all the things we're doing over the summer, I realized like now is the time. And we still had like half the set to build. So we went into a mad dash here at the very beginning of this week, starting to work on the Disney Castle. Sunday night, Mrs. Burkatech and I worked on it off stream. Monday, I did a stream where I worked on it in the evening while Clark and Cody got their, Mrs. Burkatech got their haircut. And then Tuesday, The morning was actually really awesome. We went for a hike at Ricketts Glen, which we've been there several times before. I didn't film this. So this is one of those instances where missing pieces kind of fills you in on something that you wouldn't have known otherwise. And I kind of like that because there was a time in this this series uh, lifespan where I was like, why am I Why am I just talking about all these things that I filmed? But in this case, we've been there so many times. I've got so many videos of it. There's really nothing that I could show that I haven't already shown on there. Uh, but we went for a nice hike out there and it was just a beautiful day. Like we went early. When we got there, there was just, like two cars in the parking lot. But by the time we were done, like people were, were coming in pretty hot. And if you don't know what Ricketts Glen is, maybe you've, you've never watched my vlog channel or, or maybe you missed those videos. It's a really great place that's about I'd say about a little over an hour from our house here. And it's this, it's a state park where it's known for all these famous waterfalls that they have. And the the hiking trail is really cool because you end up starting, I guess like at the top of the waterfalls, working your way down. So you're walking past all these falls and you're like right beside them. You get to the bottom and after you've seen them all and then you go up another side where there's a whole bunch of other waterfalls it's just really cool. Visually it's amazing. The hiking is a, somewhat difficult. There's some steepness to it. It's a little slippery because it's a little wet as you can expect near water. But it's a great time. Clark man did it for the second time. He did it as a 5-year-old and 6-year-old and uh, super impressive. I think this time he only fell twice. And both of them were like on super easy portions. Like we were holding his hands going up and down these very steep steps and rocks that they have all these formations that they've made. And it was just like this easy part where it was dirt or whatever, he just fell. Fell in the dirt, cried a little bit because he hurt his arm, but it was like one of those things where you're know you a kid and you get that little stinger and then five minutes later you're running and having a good time again. So I had a fun time with that. But then when we came home from that, this was like a very busy day, we ended up doing the final stream of the Lego Disney castle and we finished it up and I was just so excited to have it done in fact if you don't want to watch the entire stream all the streams are still public right now if you want to go back and you know be a part of that uh after the fact i suppose like maybe you're just looking for something to listen to or watch while you're working on something after this of course don't leave to go watch disney there is probably a lot better disney content you could watch other than our castle but that's beside the point it was all done and I did a little video. If you wanna watch just the short video of of like giving a little tour of it, I uploaded that to the channel as a part of the live stream. And it was, I was debating whether to even make that a video. When I edited it, I realized that I said that there were six minifigs in the set. Like I was criticizing the set for the lack of minifigs, which is absolutely true. But I said there were six and there's only five. And I'm just like, oh. And that happened to me later in this week too when we were doing a Minecraft video. I completely said the wrong set number at the end. And I don't know what's going on with me. It's like math or number Attack has just failed miserably. And when you're editing something and you see that, you're just like, oh my God. Cause you know, like everybody's going to see it. Everybody's going to comment like, ah. So I try to put a little something funny in there. So I let people know that I'm aware of the mistake that I made. You don't have to, you don't have to rub it in, okay? But nonetheless, Disney Castle got finished. I'm excited to have it built. It's still sitting on the dining room table right now, but Mrs. Brickitect in a, uh, a a crazy turn of events. She's agreed to keep that up in our front room on display. And I feel like if you just get a little bit of Lego into like the main part of the house, I think I could very easily start infiltrating it everywhere. My plan for the Disney castle though, is that I'm going to try to get all of our Disney CMFs that we have, and I'm going to put them all over the thing. And I might even collect some more. I might try to get all the Disney CMFs that I can get and just have them all over the castle to make up for what's lacking uh, from Lego. Because I mean, I look at this and uh, first of all, can I just say how proud I am of myself for actually talking about Lego and a missing pieces, especially this early. But you think about the, da- you think about the daily bugle, my filler words, I I should stop speaking of that. Oh, I'll talk about that a little bit later. Filler words. Clarkman had his first open house this week. Let's just talk about it now. He had his open house this week and I really love his teacher, but as we were standing there and she was kind of going through a PowerPoint or whatever, I've talked about filler words or the, you know, like words like, uh, 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 things like that. Um, she, she was saying, um, or, uh, I can't recall which one it was like three times every sentence. And for most people, they probably didn't even notice. But for me, I was just like, it hurt me. It hurt me on the inside to listen to her speak and I'm I'm just praying that she doesn't talk like that when she's in front of the 6-year-olds because <laughs> it it doesn't work. You need to you need to be good with your language and that's something that I'm continuing to work on because I have a lot of filler words and when I listen back to missing pieces occasionally I I like I'm like oh Greg don't. Usually I criticize myself over how quickly I speak because I'm just like f- flooding you here And you know, you don't need to be, it doesn't need to be that way. This isn't a a five minute video where I'm trying to hit you as fast as I can. This is like, we're in for the long haul here. But then I have filler words like this one tends to be but. The words that I tend to use are ones that continue a sentence into one sentence into many sentences, but just keep it together. I'll use the word so or but, and it just, I don't like it. So I'm working on that. So bear with me if there is things that you hear me say or filler words like uh or um i apologize i it's it's tough it's tough sitting and speaking for an extended period of time without using words that you don't intend to put in your sentence because you fear the silence You're okay. We're all good. I like I like doing that. I think I talked about this. I don't know if it was on a live stream or if it was last episode. But uh, you you check your phone or whatever when you hear silence. You're like, oh, my thing turned off or whatever. I won't do that to you again. But anyways, that video that I did was pretty bad. I tried giving a tour of the Disney castle and I should like doing a live review. I suck at doing reviews as it is. And like, I try to do many takes of it cause I want to get it perfect, but doing it live, I was just kind of winging it. And then I still wanted people to see it. Cause I knew most people wouldn't go to the end of like an hour long live stream to see what the Disney castle looked like. So I thought I would just throw it out there and uh, no one really complained about it. So I think in some cases I may be my own my harshest critic. I think. Um, but that's just who I am. I'm very analytical when it comes to things. Uh, conver- like I could have a conversation with someone and like I'll leave later and I'll be thinking about the things that I said, how I said it, how it would have looked. And I just, it, it oh, it's, it's painful. And then it's especially painful when you say something and then you have to edit yourself saying it, especially if it is in a way that you ideally liked. So this is the struggle that is my life. First world problems, I know. But I imagine there's some people out there that are like me. I wish I could... I always wish I could be one of those people that's just like a free spirit, that just kind of like goes with the flow, laid back. I would not describe myself as any of those things, but I wish I could be that person. <laughs> but I just can't. I'm just my my mind doesn't work in those ways. And maybe that's a gift. I don't know. Sometimes you you think you want something for yourself, but then if you actually had it, you'd be like, you know, I kind of like the other way I was, because maybe it makes me maybe it makes me good at what I do. Basically, or, or you know, you get the idea. Just be happy with who you are. There's some little advice, attacked not to you, but to me, to myself. Be happy with who you are, because that's that's who you are. That's what you got. So Disney cat, Disney castle's done. Stop it, Greg. Disney castle is done. I need to get out of my head, guys. Let's sh- Disney castle finished. Hit our goal of finishing it before the end of. Summer vacation. So then I moved on to another build, which I actually have sitting right here beside me. If you're listening to this, it'll give you some ASMR of it sliding. Is that, is that the content you subscribe for? I got most of the Friends water park done. I've been working on this. This is a gift to, sent to us by Jim Rolf, And I really thought this would be a great time to build it because we're in the tail end of summer. And I, he sent this to us and I'm trying to get through mail time stuff. Like as we get it, I don't wanna have a mail time backlog whatsoever because I think it's disrespectful and I've ended up in this position that I'm currently in, in some cases where people send us stuff in the mail and it's still in the backlog currently and the people probably aren't even subscribed anymore. But if you're gonna send us something, I feel like I owe it to you to build it right away and share my experience with that and show you what it's like as my water park breaks in half. But this set I wanted to have done because of something that happened today, which was yesterday, if you saw the mail time video. Uh, Builder, the Builders 310, sent us another one of these sets. Both people, Jim and Builders or Gary, found it on Super Clearance at their Walmart. They watched my video where I missed out on it and they thought of me, so they sent it. And what I wanna do is I wanna combine two of these sets together to make just like the most epic of water slides and water parks. And I just thought that'd be so much fun. But the set is a little cursed because it is a friend set, not to me, but to people. And I noticed in my streams, because I'm building a friend set and my audience most certainly is not that demographic, I notice a lot, many fewer people are watching the streams and engaging with them, but I'm okay with that. I've talked about this before where I kind of just follow my heart and the things I'm interested in. And if that's not something that you're interested in, that's that's totally fine. Uh, hopefully something comes around that you are. And hopefully you care more about our journey than a set in particular, but we're going to be going from a friend set. And I, I thought this is kind of funny to discuss because I was talking about this on the streams that I've been doing, because I've been streaming every part of this build so far. Clark and I did it uh, the first day and then Friday night I came down and I built a little bit of it and had a great time chatting with people. It's a lot of fun, but I just want to start over <laughs> again. <laughs> How do I keep getting worse at doing missing pieces as the weeks go on? I thought it was getting better and now I'm getting worse. Ugh. Where was I? I'm going to have to edit this whole part out. People ask me if I edit missing pieces. I typically don't unless like I, I take a drink or something terrible happens. But I was talking about the friend set and my plans for it and I'm excited to kind of turn it into something I haven't done much mock building or alternative building with sets before and I think it'll be neat to take two together and put them together and to share that with people and hopefully it turns out to be something really really fun and and exciting what I wanted to say though is I'm I've been thinking about the prospect of doing this friend set and then after this we're moving into something like completely different which uh, I think the first week of Clarkman being at school, I'm going to start working on the Cata tank because Martin from Cata reached out to me and he's like, hey, you get a chance to work on that because he sent it to me like in June. And I told him, I was like, listen, we're going to be going on a lot of family trips and stuff. So I don't know when I'm going to get to this, but now here it is August and I start to feel bad because they sent this to me and spent money to send it. So I want to get it done. And I'm just, I'm curious to see, will my audience be higher on a Lego Friends set or a non Lego tank set? What triggers people more? Is it mini dolls and friends? Or is it the fact that it's not a Lego product? Either way, like I I feel like I, I probably should be following the numbers like other YouTubers probably do and build the most exciting thing that they could think of for their audience, which in our case, I feel like there's a lot of Minecraft people for obvious reasons. I feel like there's a lot of Star Wars people and a lot of Ninjago. That's like the themes that I see the most. I I do see Super Mario popping up here and there as well. I get a lot of mentions on that. And I asked in the stream last night what themes people like, and it was crazy all the variety that was on there which I guess kind of reflects what we do because instead of us just doing one theme exclusively, we're just all over the place. And I like being there, I suppose. So that's coming up and we just got lots of stuff happening, lots of builds. I plan to do quite a few live streams during the week, which again, I'll be talking more about this this coming week because that I'll actually be in it and I'll be able to reflect on it as opposed to like forecasting or broadcasting or forecasting, I guess, what my plans are. I'll just talk to you about it when we're into it. So that's kind of like my my life in Lego this week. I don't think we did much else building other than Clark built his Minecraft sets. You guys saw probably this week that we ended up getting the whole wave of summer Minecraft sets. After 20 days of waiting from Lego, which is insane, longest I've ever waited for a a haul from them. The one box arrived, I think on like the 12th, but the other one didn't leave their warehouse until the 12th. And then it spent another eight days traveling from Illinois to Kentucky, several parts of Kentucky, back and forth to Maryland, and then finally to Pennsylvania where we got it after 20 days of waiting. So Clark was excited to get those. As they, uh, as he was anxiously anticipating, as I mentioned before, I think maybe in that video or somewhere, I'm finding that because I'm live streaming so much now, I have no idea where I talked about things. And I certainly hope that I'm not um, saying things that you you already heard, but there is a chance of that. Uh, I wouldn't care if it was just a set that I ordered because it's 99% of the time, it's just gonna go in my backlog and sit there for at least a bit. But when it's Minecraft sets, Clarkman doesn't believe in backlogs and he's already built, I think he's on his third out of the five sets. He's been working his way up to the from small to big. And I did a video on that so you can see that, which kind of talked about most of what you've seen here. If you want to see that in a little more detail and see my mistake in the set number, that'll be the video for you. And if I was fancy pants, and I know I won't remember to do this cause I'd have to find this time somewhere in in the in timestamp. I'd have to, I could put it like a little thing that pops up right now. It says like, Hey, watch this video, but you can just go back a couple days and you can find it. Do a little bit of legwork. I'm kidding. Of course I should probably do those things. Speaking of doing those things, got a message from my buddy Jabo, Brixar, uh, in regards to YouTube. And he was talking about our last Missing Pieces episode. Sent a very nice message uh, to me, which I, I appreciated. And he was saying about how he noticed in my playlist of Missing Pieces that the videos that do the best tend to have a thumbnail that is different than my typical Missing Pieces thumbnail, if you know what I mean, like the, the like the logo with the title and like a little picture of me along the side. And it got me thinking, like maybe I should change the thumbnails of these up. I just don't know what I would change it to. That's the hard part. And uh, I was just thinking, like maybe it is, maybe like having a different thumbnail would encourage more people potentially to give this a listen. Because I mean, it's a daunting task when you see a video that's forty minutes long or however long this ends up being, and you're like, ah, I, I, I just want to get on TikTok, which we're going to be talking about later. I don't have that kind of time. I just want to flip through things it's it's daunting but if i could convince somebody somehow whether through a title or through a thumbnail to actually give it a, sh- a chance give it a shot to come here and just like listen to it for a bit and see if it's something that you like maybe i could get somebody that's like a a lifelong um, missing pieces listener not that like that means a lot to me but i just want people to give this a chance cuz i do feel like there's value here based on the information that i've been receiving from people and i know this is just a few people out of out of many thousands that have subscribed but that's all it takes for me to think like, this. there's something about this. There's something here that people enjoy. And there's a reason for me to be doing this. I would just, I just want, I want to get the word out, I guess is all I'm, I'm trying to do. So maybe we'll experiment with that. I don't, I just don't know what I would do. i to figure something out. Maybe if you have any ideas, if you have any suggestions for me, I'll read them in next week's Missing Pieces episode. If you have any ideas on how to make a great thumbnail for Missing Pieces, or if you're like a talented graphic designer, and I could tell you some of the things that I did this week? Or, oh, I just thought of an idea myself. Maybe you guys can reflect on this. What if I were to take the things that I plan to talk about that week and build a little mock out of Lego of those things and then make that the thumbnail that could be really cool. That's a lot of extra work, unless I kind of made it simple. Like the things this week, I could I could like build a little microscale Disney castle. I could have a little microscale water park with my sig fig there. I don't know. I'm just I'm just kind of brainstorming. I don't know if that would get anyone else to watch it, to be honest. And uh, probably just be a lot of extra work for me that I probably don't have time for, but that could be kind of fun. Like a little art piece uh, revolving around each week's episode would be cool. So there, uh, little ideas that, that pop up in your head as you're, as you're uh, doing things or thinking about things, which I, I, why don't we go to the next one of those? This is, I was going to say this towards the end, but I had like a thought of the week. I don't know if this is going to be a segment, but it was something that I, I thought of and I thought maybe I would throw out to you guys as something maybe you could think about. I was thinking about collecting. I'm in a discord with all my members here and I see some of the things that they collect and the interests that people have and all the things that people do. And I started thinking this week, has collecting always been a thing? Like collecting to me almost seems like I don't want to call it a disease, but like certain people are susceptible to being collectors. You know, most people, if they collect something, they probably collect something else. And you have that collector's state of mind where you're like, oh, I'm I'm going to get the whole thing. I'm going to get all of those, or I'm going to keep that nice. I'm going to keep it in its packaging. You know what it's like to be a collector, whether it's Lego or anything else. Has collecting always been a thing? Like I know people used to do like cave paintings on, on walls, you know, and it'd show like animals and stuff Were those same people collecting like little rocks and things that they found something they thought was neat, maybe like a, a stick that was like formed in a certain way that they really loved. And then they brought that back or was collecting just not something that people really thought of until more recent times when we had these luxuries to be, to be thinking about things like that instead of thinking about how am I, how am I going to not starve to death? How am I not going to freeze to death? I don't know. I just thought that was, that was kind of a cool topic and like something fun that we we could maybe discuss if anybody has any interest in that. Were collectors always collectors? Is collecting a thing? I guess, uh, maybe for survival collecting makes sense too. And you're collecting like the ripest of fruits, the best vegetables. Maybe that's a thing. Where do we get this from? Where do we get this, this, this need to collect? Is it a fear of scarcity? Is that what it all comes down to? Is it a survival instinct that you you have to have in your mind in order to, to not die? I don't know. But somehow I find myself collecting a room full of Lego and I want to know why I'm doing it other than I love it and I'm trying to rekindle my childhood passion for Lego that I had back when I was carefree and times were good and I didn't have any worries in the world and I just want to go back to that time as an adult. That's why I'm here. Why are you here? Ask yourself that every day. That's what I do. Let's talk about, I got that out of the way, thought of the week, Shhh, crossed off, let's talk about Watch Watchatekt. I started watching something last week that I already discussed briefly, uh, that was Lego Masters Australia, and I would like to issue a formal apology to the host of Lego Masters Australia, Hamish. I mentioned in that episode that I really love the judge, Brickman, but I really didn't like the host, Hamish, because I felt like he was like a bumbling idiot, But as I continued to watch the season one on Tubi, T-U-B-I, if you want to watch it, it's fantastic. In fact, it's better, in my opinion, than Lego Masters USA. I, I know, maybe unpopular opinion, but maybe not. If you've seen them both, I really started to fall in love with the Hamish guy. Not in a weird way. But like, just like, I I, really like the guy. Like he really is, he, he's, he's, he's funny. Like he's not, he's not an idiot. Like Will is more of an idiot than Hamish is, to be honest. Will, like, here's what I like about Lego Masters Australia. The judge, number one. I love Brickman so much better than the judges that we have here. I don't really like these judges. I thought I liked Will better, but Will just plays like this role or this character so much. And there's all this like extra dumbness. Like this week where he was like evil will and he comes out on like a scooter and acts like an idiot. And I'm just like, I don't want any of this. And I know maybe they're like hamming it up for the kids. What I really want, and I don't want Terry Crews busting through walls. I don't want to see Blossom on the set. I want to see the builders building. I want to know about the builders. And I feel like the Australia version of Lego Masters did that really well. There was none of that extra garbage. I think the contestants were fantastic. I think like watching lego masters australia for like the last week and then watching this week's usa lego masters i think pretty much anybody on the australia one could have come this week to us and beat every single model there like this week was really really weak weak on lego masters usa and the australia one was so good The, the people that i wanted to win actually won and the stuff they made not only them but like the final four teams three teams especially were incredible so, if you want to watch a really good LEGO Masters series, it's available for free on Tubi, which is T U B I, not sponsored, just the place where I found it. I did find out, unfortunately, that seasons two and three, which I think are out now, are not on there. So, I need to find a place to stream them. But LEGO Masters UK is on there, and there's four episodes of that. So, I think I might give that a watch and see how that compares. But, uh, what are your thoughts on it? I know that we're going to be reading some feedback on LEGO Masters, especially from the Australian crowd who seem to kind of ag- agree with me that. Or disagree with me that Hamish is is good. I'm I, it, watching it from another country has made me really kind of not like the USA one as nearly as much. I've already had some issues with it, uh, but I mainly just like the building and I like to see what they come up with, and I just don't like all the other nonsense, but I guess that makes good TV right? People want drama. people want you know silliness and stuff. and it is for kids. So maybe me as a thirty six year old dude can't relate to that uh, quite as much. But I still like the shows nonetheless. Clark Man gets inspired by them. He wants to build. It's something we watch as a family. We all enjoy. And that to me it means a lot. So whether it's USA, Australia, UK, if they come up with one for anywhere else in the world, they should do Lego Masters Antarctica where everyone has to build ice sculptures. That would be a good one. I would uh, I would totally watch it. But why, Greg? Bad Habits Die Hard. I'm going to delete this episode. We're never, You're never going to hear 94. It's just going to go right to 95. What else did we do this week? Oh, my. my see my timeline's all out of order here because I start talking about something and then like, oh, that's a perfect place for this thing that was way down on the list because I just have like a little list of things I want to talk about. Let's talk about Clarkman playing soccer. He switched sports. If you guys know that Clarkman is probably, most of you probably know that Clarkman has played t-ball the last three seasons. And... Unfortunately, and I'm sure many of you that watch baseball can understand, baseball is a very boring sport. Whether you're watching it or whether you're playing it, it's a lot of just kind of waiting around, sitting around. And when you're a six-year-old, it's not really what you wanna do. In fact, many of the kids out there, whether four, five, or six, in all the years we've been out there, if you're playing out in the field, usually what you're doing is drawing in the sand or in the dirt, picking flowers, looking around, sitting down, you know, attack tackling each other, stuff like that. And it just isn't that exciting. and Clark he he enjoyed being there, I guess, but not like he didn't actively want to do that. We were just kind of like being like, hey, you should do a sport. like it teaches you a lot about life, like the sportsmanship and, and working with a team and practicing and winning and losing and what that's like. But I was always telling Cody, I'm like, we need to get him into a sport where he's moving all the time because, Being on the octane is a real thing and you need a sport where you can move. So naturally, we decided that we would try soccer out, especially considering Cody has a coworker that is the coach and Clark has ended up on his team. So this week we had our very first practice and Clark got the opportunity to go out and try soccer out. He's at a bit of a disadvantage right now because being that he's coming in at six, these other kids have been playing for a year or two and they do have some skills and like some fundamentals down that he's learning right now. So he's... I would say he's the worst player on our team, but he's also the most improved because after being there even 30 minutes, it was really fun to see him kind of take on the things that he was learning, that he was taught, and then use them in like practice. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. And that's something that I really respect about Clark, man, is that if you give him some type of advice or like you, t- you teach him something, he takes that to heart. Like I think back to when he started vlogging, And he would always kind of do like the first person vlog where he's showing like what he's doing. And I said, you know what people really like to see when they're watching videos is they like to see what you're doing. They want to see you, your face, and they want to see like the person, not just the thing that they're doing. And when he went out the next day to do vlogs, which is mostly involve him just going outside, looking at the chickens, going into his little fort, swinging on the swing, that kind of stuff. He he employed that, and it made such a better video. And I noticed that he continued doing that. So he's a kid that if you teach him something, he really he really takes it in. Especially like things like art too. Remember his art teacher? He would like do a drawing, and his art teacher would teach him a new concept in regards to art, and then he would use that in his future drawings, whether it be like scale or color or composition. And I just really respect that about the kid, especially being that age. Like you know, some kids you tell something to them, and it's just what do they say in one ear and out the other not with Clark, man. And I, I just, I just think that's neat. So watching him play soccer, I think is going to be fun to do. I'm a little worried about him because apparently it's four 10 minute quarters. So he's going to be running consistently for 40 minutes out there. And, uh, I guess, I guess the kids can do it, but that seems like a really long time. So we'll see how that goes much more energy intensive than baseball, where you're kind of just waiting around unless you're, you're either hitting or you're chasing a ball in the field, but it's mostly just kind of, so sorry, baseball detectors, if you're out there and you really love the world of baseball, it, not, uh, not to put you down, but it, it's extremely boring. In fact, I've tried watching baseball a few times in my life and I just I could just never get into it, even if I wanted to. My favorite sport, and I think I get this, I get this question sometimes, is definitely basketball. That's my favorite thing to watch and to play. I, I just love the action. I love the fact that it's kind of a smaller team and uh, in, in like five on five. And the fact that you get to know who the players are and the personalities and the skill levels. I like everything about that. So that's why I prefer to use or prefer uh, basketball. If you're wondering why I'm using the word use, it's because I have another poll of the week. Last week, the poll was in regards to TikTok. And we'll be talking about that here in just a moment your feedback on that. But this week I asked the poll, do you actively use Instagram? And as of right now, 2,900 people have answered this poll. And of those, 47% say they actively use Instagram and 53% said no. That's in comparison to which do you prefer, YouTube shorts or TikTok videos? And 81 at this point, 81% of people said they prefer YouTube shorts. So TikTok, not something that people in the Lego space like, but Instagram is. And it got me thinking like, maybe I should be posting more over there. I have, I I post photos every once in a while. I'm not into the old hashtag this, that, or the other. I'm not into the take your thumbnail and put it on Instagram with link and bio. I just think that's just such lazy content. And it's not what I go to Instagram for. I want to go to Instagram to see a unique photo or something that you want to share. Like, okay, you did you did a video on uh, this uh, friend's water park, right? And you could take your thumbnail and put it there, and have a link to it. And I'm sure that works in terms of generating people that are like, "Oh, I'm gonna go watch that video." But I'd rather see you like show an alternate view of it or something interesting about it or a close up or something that is like actually providing value because you posting your thumbnail doesn't provide any value that you couldn't just get on YouTube. So I'd like to start posting some things there, especially if 47% of my audience or people that actively use Instagram, at least the people that answered it, that could be a lot of people that I can reach on there. And uh, rest assured, there's going to be some actual interesting uh, photos and things that I'm proud of or things that we're working on behind the scenes, not just my thumbnails. Not playing that game, but if you do, that's that's your thing, and you can you're more than welcome to do that. And I'm sure you get a lot more extra YouTube views because of it. But it's, it's not my style. I'm not a I'm not a view chaser, uh, much to the detriment of my bank account. I'm sure. So that's Instagram. Is uh is there anything else that we need to discuss here this week? I think I covered all of my topics that I wanted to hit. So I think at this point we'll go into uh, what I consider to be the best part of the show. Uh, because it's not just me, it's you, it's you guys viewer or listener feedback from last week's episode, which as I mentioned, uh, was titled Lego fans hate TikTok, And I do too, I think is what it was called. And I didn't realize just how much you guys hated it, but there were a lot of very, uh, damning messages that I got or comments regarding TikTok. And I thought I'd share some of those here. So if you're a TikTok fanboy, like there was one comment that I got that clearly was, uh, this might not be the segment for you, but if you are in the vast majority of people that don't like TikTok, you'll probably get a kick out of some of these, these comments here. Starting with the Lego stud who says, I tend to agree with you on TikTok. It might be a generational thing, but I feel like my mind is less engaged with TikTok. If I watch an hour of YouTube, I may have watched five vids and engaged more with each of them. If I watch an hour of TikTok, I can't remember anything I just watched, which is why I deleted TikTok a long time ago and have never looked back. Yeah, that's what I talked about last week in regards to developing a relationship and taking in content versus just quickly flipping through things. I feel like in my case, I wanna develop a relationship with someone. I wanna know who you are, what you're doing. I wanna get invested into your stuff, whatever you're making or whatever you're doing. And unfortunately, TikTok has taught us that there's a way that you don't have to have the patience to even make it through two seconds of someone's intro where you're just on to the next thing because you want that instant hit. You don't want, you don't want to build up to that. You just want your thing and you want it now. It's the American way, right? Unfortunately. But I agree. I've when I'm done watching TikTok, and I think I probably mentioned this last week, I feel like I just wasted a whole lot of time and I'm just, I don't even feel good about myself. But if I'm on YouTube and I watch some videos of people that I like, and I usually leave them a comment if I'm there. And like, I, I sometimes uh, see the thing that they're sharing, like say it's a Lego set and I'm like, oh, that's really cool. And then it costs me a lot of money. Like, <laughs> cause I want that thing now. It's just, that's just what I prefer. But maybe that's a thing where you're, maybe cause I'm an adult. Again, I, I can't relate sometimes to the, to the younger audience. I don't know what it's like anymore to be, Uh, 12 years old or whatever, and maybe have access to a cell phone. And if you're sitting there with a YouTube video like Missing Pieces that's 40 minutes long and you're like, wow, I could watch that, which is a huge commitment. And it's probably gonna be boring as heck because Greg's gonna keep saying the word butt over and over again and like get angry with himself. And like it's just gonna be him rambling about stuff I don't care about. Or I can just flip through TikTok and let the algorithm serve me quick doses of, of dopamine here. I think, I'll, I think I'll take that path. And I can respect that. I, I have no problems with that. But at the end of the day, what are you getting out of it? And I think that's what Lego Stud is, uh, is summing up here. Next one comes from Tommy who says, some of my friends like TikTok and most I know are into it. I feel that on TikTok, you're pouring your time into a bottomless pit and will never get it back. While on YouTube, you can watch a video and feel motivated after watching it. After I watch Missing Pieces, I feel positive and I feel like I can do something good. Oh, sweet. With YouTube, you choose a 10 to 20 minute video about something you like. And then after you finish it, you feel satisfied. But with TikTok, you just keep clicking and wanting more and more yeah, I mean, in terms of engagement, I would say TikTok is actually more engaging because you're actively sitting there flipping. Like I've I've watched TikTok before going to bed before and like I don't go to sleep because you're just always doing something. You can't just let it play because like it'll just play the same video, at least in my experience but I I just go to like the For You page. But on YouTube, like you sit back, you watch a video, you kind of chill, maybe you you, you fall asleep, maybe you're doing something else while you're doing it. TikTok, you're right on it, which is why advertisers, I'm sure, love it. But YouTube, you can kind of just go off and do your thing while the videos are playing. In fact, I've had like videos, I think I was watching a Brickstar live stream once and uh, I should tell him about this. Maybe he's listening. I was watching his live stream once and I don't know what happened, but I, I went upstairs and then I came down and I guess when his live stream ended, it just kept auto playing videos. So for like the next like three hours, it was just playing Rixar videos. So he, he probably got like, uh, maybe like half a cent off of all of that content that I watched over those hours, but he uh, was just kind of doing its thing and the TikTok that just wouldn't happen. I don't think, unless I'm wrong. Next comment here though, regarding TikTok comes from Three Dudes RC. says, hey Greg, I've never watched TikTok. From what I can tell, it's very similar to YouTube Shorts. I mean, half the YouTube Shorts videos are just reposted TikToks. I try not to watch them much, but if they do happen to catch my eye, I feel like I get stuck in the endless chain of videos that keep popping up, exactly. Most of them are silly things like cup holder tests on latest cars and trucks. However, before I know it, 15 minutes have gone by. I think shorts can be a good occasionally and they help people discover your channel. But for the most part, I prefer longer form content on YouTube. Speaking of YouTube, Speaking of YouTube channels, my channel is close to hitting 200 subscribers, and that's definitely my win of the week. We got wins of the week back, baby. Last time I commented on your podcast, which was five to six months ago, I think it was at 32 subscribers or something. I asked for advice on how to grow my channel, and you told me to stay consistent. I post every Friday and most Wednesdays, and boy, it has paid off. Anyways, looking forward to next week's episode. Take care. That's awesome, dude. I I like so much about this message. I like that you first of all, took my advice. Advice detect, I, I, I do my best and it's nice to see when it actually works. Consistency is very important. But I like the fact that you are talking about TikTok in a way, or YouTube shorts in the same way that TikTok and how you feel from that is very much the same way. Like it is one of those things where you go into a bottomless pit and you you can't get out of it. And oh, I just I don't know. I'm not I don't judge anyone for the content that you like because for many of us it is kind of just like an escape activity. Entertainment is very much like let me just get out of real life and let me just enjoy this thing. And I would never criticize or judge someone on how they spend that time. Whatever you're doing that makes you happy, assuming that you are doing the thing that you're getting joy from, keep doing that thing. But if you do realize that like many of these people that have commented thus far that it's it's not bringing you happiness, and that's what I found. Maybe it's not the right thing for you, even if it feels like it's the easy thing and it's right there on your phone, and all you have to do is just click that click that little button, and uh, there you go. It's it's right there. Um, but yeah, thank you, three dudes RC, for that. Um, congratulations on your channel. I think that's just I think that's just awesome, man. Con- continue doing what you're doing. Next one comes from Ivan. A little, little bit harsher. Things get a little bit harsher here, so be prepared for this. Some strong language coming up here. Uh, TikTok is degenerate. New York Post just posted a section on Gen Z calling them zombies that are less educated, more depressed, and lacking values. Kids today are hyper-connected to the phones, laptops, consoles, instead of being connected to communities and family. They have no skills, no hobbies, and technology has made them too socialized while keeping them from the healthy benefits of socialization in real life. They just scroll that thing for hours and hours. Yeah, sounds like an sounds like an adult speaking here, and I, I speaking from people that have actually been on there. It's kind of what they're confirming. Next one here. This this is the this is the brutal one. This is from Matteo Hans, big supporter of the channel, and uh, this one got some agreement from people in the comments. So I'll I'll read it here, but it's it's harsh. He says, "Please never stop making these." I got extra seven thousand steps while listening. Well, hey, that's cool, but that's where the positivity ends. Uh, He says, on the topic of TikTok, I don't use it. It's for people with short attention spans that are wasting their life away, mindlessly scrolling those short videos for hours while not learning anything. And for talentless people that want attention. I think the entire app is full of degeneracy and young children that think they know everything while not having the concept on how the real life works. Those people are terrible examples for young children that are using it. There are people there licking toilets, doing George Floyd challenge by sitting on each other's necks and celebrating abortions. I don't know what corner of TikTok you're in, but I mainly am just watching like NBA videos on there and sports stuff. Uh, He says, I think the entire world has gone to uh, number sign, dollar sign, percentage, and... Uh, cause of progressiveness. Today's culture is pushing more and more twisted things and making it normal. People not only tolerate bad things, but they celebrate it and get attention for it. Most important human values like honor, courage, loyalty, honesty, integrity, etc., have almost disappeared. And I like to, I have to agree. I, I, that's some brutal stuff, but I have to agree because I see some things on TikTok that younger people post and I'm like, oh my God, you better hope that this disappears at some point, or you delete this or it doesn't resurface because someday when you have a job or a, a spouse or uh, you, you become a school teacher or whatever you do, whatever productive part of society that you end up in, please hope that the people that are in your life don't find this video. Oh my, like, especially especially girls, it's just, oh, what, what, you, what you think is great right now to get attention and you might like all the likes and the comments or whatever that come from it, the future is gonna come knocking and it's gonna be a painful experience for you. So I know that's not my audience here most likely, but it's definitely something if you've been on TikTok, you you probably have seen and the the day will come that they're gonna regret doing that, I think. Jim, who sent us the set, has a comment about TikTok. He says, no TikTok, this one's short and sweet. No TikTok, no shorts. If I'm investing my time in something or someone, I want it to be quality time and substantive a word that people on TikTok probably never even heard. But I, I, that's the boat that I'm in, but I'm an old man, Jim. So I, I don't know, I can only speak for myself. But speaking of shorts, I am, like I was debating whether to do some shorts and I was trying to figure out what I wanna do. And I think what I wanna do is, I wanna work on the Bugatti. I have a big plan of getting it done and I was gonna work on a bag each week of the Bugatti. And I didn't wanna do a video each week of like that. So I was just gonna stack them up until the very end. But I thought, how cool would it be if I built one bag of it and did a little short being like, hey, bag one's done. One week later, bag two's done. And you see it coming together as we progress through it. it might be kind of fun to do it that way. So even though Jim won't watch that, maybe I can convince him to at least like watch one of my little updates. I understand where he's coming from. And I, I'm kind of in the same boat, my friend. In fact, I like, I'm kind of on the edge of liking even longer form content, like live streams and stuff where you can kind of just hang out and chill. Maybe get something done. Maybe clean up your, your hoard of a mess in your studio. That's, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. Anyways, let's go on to the next comment. Thank you guys for the, the TikTok comments. Uh, this one has a little bit of everything. This is from Red Desert Rose, who says, I never use TikTok, never will destroying people's concentration and wasting their time. I told you you guys are you guys are haters on TikTok. The TikTok enthusiasts are going to be very upset with this episode. So it's the opposite of something mind building. That's my strong opinion. Oh, so cool to hear you like our Aussie Lego masters. But you can't not love Hamish. Hamish. He's an absolute highlight to our kids. You find him hilarious. I'm sorry, I, I judged him too soon. Don't judge a book by its cover. He's pretty funny, though you're not the first person who said they find him annoying and a well-known personality here. Although Brickman is well-loved, there is a strong view among many A-falls here that Brickman being the only judge is a weakness of the show, especially when, over the course of three seasons, occasionally a decision has been unpopular and some feel that a couple of other judges would balance things out, so it didn't just rest on one point of view. He's an absolute champ, though, and does great online stuff for the kids, too, on Facebook. We got to meet one of the winners from season one, and I won't say who that is since you're still watching the series. I would love to meet either... I, w- I can't say that. I-, I-, I don't want to distinguish who won, uh, but I would love to meet anyone from that show. I'll say that. Uh, I-, I do understand what you're talking about with Brickman, though. There was one episode... And this is just my taste versus his taste. There's one episode where I felt like the people that won the show should have won the the challenge that they were on, but he picked another team, and I'm just like, no way, no way, that one is as good. But I understand that we all have different interests, and and uh, maybe there was this one. I see it's tough talking about because I don't want to spoil it because I just told everyone to go watch it. Um, there was one element to this particular build that was interesting and unique, that hadn't been done before. And I think that was the thing that kind of put them over the top, even if the build technically wasn't as good as, as the other ones. That's all I'll say without spoiling it for you guys. But I do love Hamish now, and uh, I wish he would replace Will, and I wish I, I honestly just wish Lego Masters Australia would replace the US one, personally. But uh, luckily, we, uh, we live in an interconnected world where I can somehow stream them, hopefully, trying to find season two and season three. If you guys know where they're at, let me know. I need to do a, a Google search. Next one comes from Cheryl who says, we love Lego Masters Australia and we adore Hamish. See, I'm, I'm an idiot. I'm like in the vast minority here. We much prefer him to Will. Brickman is fantastic. He really seems to care about the contestants and it is truly sad to say goodbye to the team that doesn't make it. As for Missing Pieces, I like the length of the videos and I find the voice soothing it has helped me get through some more bad nights than you'll ever know. That means a lot to me, Cheryl. Thank you. Hopefully you don't have any more bad nights, but... I'm happy to be here for you. Hope, happy to be here once a week, share my life, Lego, and anything else that's on my mind. It means means a lot to me. I'm not going to get emotional. I promise you that. Next one is from, uh, thank you for the, for the comment, though. Next one is from Michaela, who says, wait until you see seasons two and three of Lego Masters Australia. They are both excellent. I want to watch them. I watch the show religiously when it's on here. I'm from Adelaide, South Australia. P.S. I just love watching you and adorable little Clark, man, even though I've just started watching your videos. Thank you, guys. Man, it's like, the, the comments start out about Lego Masters and then you guys have sweet things to say, but I appreciate that. And if you ever need someone to come visit you in Australia, anyone out there, uh, the Brickatech family would love to come out and hang with you and explore Australia. Life goals, guys. One of these days we'll get there and uh, we'll, we'll get to see how great it is because I know it is. Uh, next message though. Comes from Owen. Maybe we can go on Lego Masters Australia as the Americans. They would hate it be like, get out of here. You have your own show. Owen says, I highly recommend looking into the 1917 behind the scenes. There's some insane camera trickery to make it look like it's all one take. This is in regards to a uh, watch attack that I talked about last week with 1917, the movie. It's uh, about World War One and these two... Uh, Brave soldiers that had to deliver a message to the front lines where they were about to be attacked by the Germans and their uh, journey to get there. And it, the movie is filmed in a just insane uh, one shot. Almost looks like the whole f- film is like, like one take. And I'd love to see how they did that because I could maybe employ that in my channel if they if it's like super easy to do. I'd be like, whoosh, and then we come out here. I don't know, but uh, I'll ch- I'll give that a shot. Owen, thank you for the recommendation. Next one comes from TJ, who I think covered everything that we talked about. He says, I like TikTok. It's good because it makes me laugh. Fair. The movie 1917 is good, however, I recommend The Outpost. It's on Amazon Prime. The Australian Lego Masters is cool, but it's cool watching the American one as I'm English, so it's very different in that there seems to be more drama to it. Uh, Glad you had a good time away, Greg, and have a great week. So this is interesting. This is like the alternate viewpoint to me. He's, He's loving TikTok. He likes the American Lego Masters because there's more drama. See, I'm kind of like I'm opposite. I'm opposite. I'm boring, I guess. But I appreciate the comment. And I like the the opposing viewpoints because I feel like I'm not here to just bash TikTok. I I'm just sharing what you guys had to say, and you're like you're kind of all in the same boat, it seems. Next one comes from JJ Lego Uh This one's kind of a, a request. He says, "Greg, next week's episode, can you discuss your thoughts on Lego Eternals? Stay safe, and see you in the next video." Yeah, I watched a video on the Eternals and I'm looking through the sets and there's not much there that I'm really into. I, I don't know anything about Eternals. So my opinion could change upon seeing the film. Um, but, you know, I liked Harry Potter sets without seeing any Harry Potter. Like, I just thought the sets were cool. I don't really like the Eternal sets that much. I, the only thing one I like is like the dark red robot thing because that's just like my style. So that's probably the only one I'll get. But if I see the movie... And there's something in the movie that like I'm like oh man that was that was just awesome I love that scene I love that set I'll probably snag it or if there's like characters I like but outside that I'm just you know, I'm just not that excited in fact I'm not really excited to see the movie either because I'm I'm ignorant on it but I'll probably go watch it with my buddy Ryan and uh, we'll see we'll see my thoughts on the sets at that point but as of right now I'm a strong like no except for that red robot thing which I don't even know its name that's just how how I how much I don't know about Eternals uh, next one comes from Fishstick who says. Here's a question. He says, since these podcasts take a long time to film, do you ever have to do a retake? And I thought this was an interesting question because as you can tell from all the mistakes that I make and just how how poorly thought out and, and um, expressed these episodes are, there really aren't any retakes for the most part unless I like, take a drink or, like, something happens or I need to, like, look something up or whatever. But even in this, I looked up that Instagram thing as we were, as I was talking there. Um, but usually the, the biggest issue that I have with missing pieces is when I start it. My intro is very simple, but for some reason, like, I just feel like I, I can't get it right. And I'll literally sometimes, like, especially in the beginning days, I would do the intro, like, 50 times. Like it felt like that. But probably not quite that much, but I'd spend 10-15 minutes just trying to start the episodes and it was very frustrating. So the whole history of missing pieces is very much like my history on YouTube, which is one that I am only doing this because I have so much passion for it and want to do it so much that I'm able to overcome all of the things that are in my way, which is just not being good at all at at this. Like, I suck at making videos. I'm bad on camera. I'm, I'm socially awkward. Like, I should not be doing this. I'm a much better writer than I am a, a, a speaker or a video maker or whatever. But I love it so much. I love crafting a story. I love taking a video and making it into something. I love sitting down here and, and talking with you guys. And I'm not going to let the fact that I suck at it stop me from doing it. And I'm gonna keep doing it until I get better. And here we are 94 episodes into this and I'm still getting frustrated with myself over things that, I, that I'm that i saying or how I'm delivering the this content to you. But next week's episode 95 and I have an opportunity to get better. And one day there'll be episode 195. And hopefully by then I'm maybe half decent. And maybe by episode 1095, I'm just an absolute God at delivering podcasts to you guys. And I, I just, I'm so good at it. How many years would that be from now? That would be... Oh my gosh, I'm doing 50 episodes a year. That's, I mean, I'll, I'll be probably 50, 60, probably 60 years old by the time that happens, but maybe we'll still be doing this. Maybe there'll be episodes. Will there still be people there to listen? Will people still be interested? I don't know. But I think it's pretty cool to, to be able to do this and, and like, uh, to have this opportunity to have a, a, a series that people look forward to when it comes out that's literally just you talking about your life. It's one thing when you're offering some type of value to someone like, oh, here's all of the new eternal sets, check it out, like this is groundbreaking news or whatever, like there's value there. I've always questioned like, is there value in this? And like I said at the beginning of this episode, from the messages that I get from people and the feedback that I get, even though it's just a few people, I do feel like there is value here. Maybe it's not on the level of other people, maybe it does take a lot to actually decide to click on one of these videos, whether there's a good thumbnail or not, and want to click this and like sit here for 40 some, 50 minutes and listen to all this conversation. Um, but I'm going to keep doing me. And that's, that's just always the way that I've lived it. I've, I've never like chased things. I'm just like, this is what I'm doing right now. And I know that there's somebody out there that will appreciate this. And that's what I found here. So you're that person right now. If you're this deep into it, thank you so much for I'm not going to get emotional. Thank you for being here. I really appreciate that. We do have one more comment left though, or one more listener feedback. And this is some advice attacked. Perfect way to end this because I like to send you guys out with a little bit of a positive message here. And I think we have one here. This is from Cosmic Lime. It says, Hey, Greg, I'm considering starting Lego content. Not frequently, just every once in a while. However, I'm currently, I currently create Minecraft content. I don't want to stop doing that. And some of my IRL friends found my channel and at my age collecting Lego is a pretty w- easy way to embarrass yourself. So I'm thinking maybe of making a second channel for Lego content, streaming, animation, and just whatever I feel like making. Opinions? Uh, P.S. TikTok is fine. I wouldn't call it good. Used to be able to get good videos on there by liking certain criteria videos, but now everyone abuses the hashtag system so the algorithm is practically broken and I think following people can help with getting content you enjoy, but that's about it. Okay, another, another, uh, Check mark against TikTok, I suppose. Let's go back to the beginning of your message here. So you have a channel right now. You're making Minecraft videos. Your friends know about it. Minecraft, I guess, is socially acceptable among teenagers, which is the age I'm assuming you are. But unfortunately, Lego is not. And in this case, being that you already have, I usually don't tell people to make more than one channel because having one channel is hard enough. Having two, it's like balancing plates and it's very hard to like have both of your plates spinning at the same time and like not dropping them it's very hard to fill both plates with content uh, while you're doing both especially i'm assuming you're in school or have some other obligations in your life but in your case being that your friends know about this you don't necessarily want them to find out about the lego stuff and the fact that your audience right now it knows you for minecraft and enjoys that quite a bit i would recommend you make a second channel for your lego stuff and follow your heart there and do whatever the heck you want to do i wouldn't go around advertising to your friends there's a 99.9 chance that they'll never find it especially if you don't cross pollinate your your uh your channels like you don't want to go on your minecraft channel i don't know how, how many subscribers you have but you don't want to go on there and be like hey i also have a lego channel because then they're going to find it uh so what you want to do is keep it completely separate do your thing there see if you like it and if you do that's cool and maybe one day if you feel confident enough in yourself because I, I would right now, I would tell you, don't worry about your friends' opinions, but I know what it's like to also be a teenager. I know what it's like to be in middle school or high school. And you don't necessarily want to be the guy that does Lego or, or have a, an opportunity for people to make fun of you for something. And it's, it's it, it, so do that, do it separately now. And when you get out of high school and things like that no longer matter because they don't, all the things that you think are very serious in your life right now as a school student, none of it matters once you get out. What you're gonna do after that is get yourself a Lego Minecraft set. And then if you're assuming, I'm just gonna assume that your Minecraft set or your Minecraft channel is somewhat popular right now. Like you don't, I don't know. I don't know how many subscribers you have. Take one of those Lego Minecraft sets and upload that to your Minecraft channel. And then say, hey guys, you know, if, I know you love Minecraft. I think there's a lot of overlap in the world of Lego and Minecraft and Lego Minecraft. So upload that to your Minecraft channel and say, hey, if you'd like to see some more Lego videos and stuff, or if you ever just get confident enough to do this, send people over to the other channel so you can then like build that up. And it's nice to have, have a start, you know? Because it sucks starting from scratch. Like it sucks making a channel and there's just like, especially if you go from, I'm just gonna, let's say you have a hundred subscribers in your Minecraft channel and you're having a great time. All of a sudden you start making this Lego channel and there's, there's like no viewers, your mom watches it or whatever. That's disheartening. So then you're gonna wanna be like, well, maybe this Lego thing isn't worth doing. So I'm just gonna go back to Minecraft. Don't let that stop you. Keep doing your thing, follow your dreams, follow your heart. And then whenever you feel comfortable enough, put your channels together or or just cross promote them so your people find each other. Because otherwise it's just gonna exist in two separate voids. And that's the way Brickitect was for a very long time. Even my gaming channel for a long time. And I feel like, dumb about this because my gaming channel was a toy channel back when it started. And I was just looking yesterday at like the subscriber numbers and like, I didn't do much on the game or the toy channel, but after like two years, it had like a hundred subscribers. Meanwhile, Greg's world was just like growing and growing and all this stuff was happening. Why at the time, didn't I just go over to, to Greg's world and be like, guys, if, like I'm doing this little thing. It's like a little hobby. If you want to come over and check it out, go ahead. I don't, I don't know why I didn't do that. It's not like I was embarrassed of it. Cause I was already at the point where I was doing enough embarrassing stuff online to to fill a, an entire truck with, uh, which is what I continue to do. But through that embarrassment, uh, I'm also very proud of the things that we've accomplished. I'm happy to, to be in the position that I, that I have here. The opportunities that I have are, are amazing. And just to know like this next week, which I'll be talking about next week, is, uh, is I, like I, I, have, I, I get to like create and I get to be what I wanna be. Spend my time working on the goals that I have and not someone else's is, is so important to me and i think back to my old life where i was working at a regular job 40 hours a week, 50 hours a week, 60 hours a week and just how miserable i was and how i was just working for someone else doing the things that they wanted to do with little appreciation for such things i was i wasn't serving i was serving people well but i wasn't serving the right people and i wasn't serving the number of people that i could possibly reach and i feel like youtube has allowed me to do that i feel like this is 100% my calling even if it's not something that i'm necessarily good at it's what I'm, I feel led to do. And it's something that I, that I would ideally like to do the rest of my life. If, if it's possible, even if the money stops or whatever, I just see myself like continuing creating and sharing. And, and hopefully like I, I look at it, like you're, you're swinging through the jungle and like, hopefully there's a, there's another branch or vine out there for me to swing onto as I go on to like the next thing. And I just always keep faith in that and my trust in, uh, in myself and, and, uh that's, that's about all you can do. So on that guys, I want to thank you so much for tuning into this episode of missing pieces. If you made it all the way through here, I thank you so much for your time and uh, being a part of this. It's uh, it's amazing again, to, to be able to do this every week and to know that there's people out there that, that enjoy. It. And I hope that was you this week. So on that, we will of course see you next week where I'll talk about my first week being off, uh, I guess off a of summer vacation and on with the Brickitect Renaissance. So as always, we'll find you in the next Missing Pieces.